0: To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. Here's your Daily Crunch. Coming up, Microsoft launches a pro plan for Copilot. But first, LG Electronics has opened its first electric vehicle EV charger facility outside of South Korea in Fort Worth, Texas, to capture a share of North America's competitive EV charging market. Its new EV charging station factory, spanning 59,202 square feet, has the capacity to produce more than 10,000 chargers per year, LG said in the company statement Monday. LG has started manufacturing 11-kilowatt EV chargers in Texas. It will initiate assembling chargers with a capacity of 175 kilowatts in the first half of this year and 350 kilowatts later this year. The move follows LG CEO William Cho's ongoing commitment to electrification as a primary driver for mid- and long-term growth, with a goal of $79 billion in sales by 2030, up from $51.4 billion in 2022. That can't come soon enough. LG estimated this month that its full-year revenues in 2023 for LG Electronics, its biggest division, will be 84 trillion Korean won, around $63.6 billion at today's rates. But that's largely flat on 2022's revenues of 83.5 trillion Korean won. Next, logistics company FedEx announced its own commerce platform called FDX today. The platform will likely compete against Amazon by offering merchant services like demand generation, fulfillment, tracking, and post-purchase experiences, including returns. The company said that FDX is currently in private preview with plans for a wider launch in fall 2024. Businesses can register their interest in trying it out through a form. The company didn't mention any brands that are part of the pilot program. FedEx's announcement has a lot of marketing buzzwords, including data-driven, digitally-led and end-to-end e-commerce solution for businesses of all sizes, but is thin on details like how it will compete with existing platforms. The company said that merchants could use FedEx's services such as ShopRunner, an e-commerce platform it acquired in 2020, to reach customers, show estimated delivery time on websites, handle carts, track packages, record the carbon emission impact of deliveries, and manage returns turns. And Microsoft evidently envisions Copilot, the umbrella brand for its portfolio of AI-powered content-generating technologies, becoming a significant future revenue line item. And that's perhaps not far off base. According to the company, more than 40% of the Fortune 100 participated in its Copilot early access program. But given the enormous cost of running Gen AI models in the cloud, getting Copilot from expenditure to reliable revenue generator will require sustained and and large-scale, ideally, growth. Surely, aware of this, Microsoft has launched a consumer-focused paid co-pilot plan and loosening the eligibility requirements for enterprise-level co-pilot offerings. The goal, it appears, is to broaden the base of potential paying Copilot customers while making Microsoft's existing services, namely Word, Excel, and the other apps within the tech giant's Microsoft 365 family, more attractive through AI features. Copilot Pro, the new consumer plan priced at $20 per user per month, gives customers access to Copilot Gen AI features across Word, Excel (in preview only in English for now), PowerPoint, Outlook and OneNote on PC, Mac, and iPad, if they have a Microsoft 365 personal or family plan, that is. Now to the wonderful world of startup business news. Artifact, the news aggregator turned social network from Instagram's founders, is shutting down. On Friday, the startup announced via a blog post it had made the decision to wind down operations of the app launched over a year ago, saying that the market opportunity wasn't big enough to warrant continued investment. The team had rapidly iterated on its product from a smart news-like news reading app to a curation and news discovery platform where individual users could become creators of a sort, finding interesting gems from around the web that others could like and comment on. It also employed several AI tools to summarize news, rewrite clickbait headlines, and surface the best content. However, the slate of changes had perhaps diluted the original value of the product, which was a simple news app that could take on the likes of built-in offerings on users' phones, like Apple News. That's all for today. I'm Imran Shake, and for more from TechCrunch, go to TechCrunch.com.